What's up, man? It's Jay Austin, and I tuned in the Real Life Street Stars. Everybody start clapping right now. JR Son in the building. What's going on, brother? What's up? What's up, man? Man, before we get all the way into it, man, uh, we want to thank you for coming. Thank you for sitting down with us. Yeah, appreciate uh, that. We want to give the people a brief synopsis of who you is, you know what I'm saying, and how you got into the music. Something real short for them, you know, who ain't all the way tuned in, tapped in with you just yet. Um. So. I'm Jay Austin, man. Rapper slash entrepreneur from New Orleans, Louisiana. And um, I got into music, man, just because I'm passionate about music. And I really was funding people's career, trying to get it out of the ground. But then that ain't worked, so I just started rapping myself. It's always easier just to do the shit yourself. Yeah, man. for sure, for sure, for sure. Now, when you say funding career, man, niggas don't really understand their entrepreneur life, man. Take them through. Yeah. Because, you know, we really do it, man. Niggas think shit happened overnight. Niggas be grinding for 10 years before yeah. they finally get on. You know what I'm saying? I want you to get people in the mindset of what it takes to really be an entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? And actually take your money and invest it into another person. <laughs> well, it's, it's beyond music because you could be an entrepreneur investing in somebody that got a, a hair store or something like that. Yeah. I've I done all kind of stuff. Wasted. I ain't going to say wasted. I learned a lot of lessons from like investing, being an entrepreneur, but I'm gonna take you down through being an entrepreneur. Like it's go take patience, go take time. Wrong wasn't built in a day. It could happen overnight, but something that happened overnight for you, you probably won't sustain doing that. And it's gonna be a lot of heartaches, you know what I'm saying? A lot of doors slamming your face and you know what I'm saying? A lot of budgeting. Right. There's a lot of shit that come into this. Like you just think people wake up and just start counting money. Nah, it ain't like that. You take a lot of losses right. and to get some wins and learn from the lessons. You know what I'm saying? So what was one of the losses that you took that made you go? Real estate. Oh shit. Real estate. Because everybody feel like real estate is the automatic win, bro. It's not. Hmm. But it could be. Right. But what happens is, you know, me and um Cali Ovar just had this talk like probably ten minutes ago. What happens is that we misinformed through each other, right? The conversation, like it'd be dumb amongst each other, like especially our black people, right? Yeah, bro, I got these trucks. Man, I got some land, you heard me? Yeah, 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 we're gonna get these houses. You heard me? Woo, woo, I'm gonna pull the equity out. You ain't got no job. You ain't got no way to show you got the money. You gotta, you gotta put all your information in to be able to get the money out for the equity. So you just got a bunch of houses that you thought you would go just pull equity out of because it's your house and you've been having it for a while. And it don't go like that. It's a system that we have to learn and teach each other. You know what I'm saying? So I've been recently playing with this myself. And I right. just want you to give me some advice. Right? I, got a, I got a house, right? Right. I got, it's worth like 350 right now. Right. right? I only owe like 100 But I want to get some, you know, like I want to get a real house. I got like a townhome, right? Right. And I've been with the decision, do I sell it or do I make this a rental property? Give me the, the pros and cons to both of those. Um, if you sell it, you know, the, the pros and cons of selling a house that you got, the, right? right? If you sell a house, the pro is you're going to get your money back off of that. The con is how long it's going to take them to sell within a market where the APR is through the roof. It's not logical that you're going to sell that house that fast now. So the best thing I would advise anybody to do in that situation is make it a 
an income, you know, for us like, I would tell you do like uh, Section 8. Airbnbs are dying, you know what I'm saying? Like guaranteed government funding money, tap into something that's like um, a home for old people or something like that and uh, make it a business I, versus selling it. And then once the APR calm down, now you done made money as having it as a business and also now you can sell it and you don't, it don't matter how long it takes because you already made money of it as a business and you still can operate it as a business until it's time to sell it. So so now you you said APR. Yeah. You got a mouthful of diamonds. <laughs> shit, I better know what that means yeah. with diamond teeth in <laughs> now, my mouth. Shit. So, so how many people do you fuck their head up when you start talking that type of uh, information? Everybody. Everybody. I was on an airplane sitting first class like um, coming from my home by uh, wedding. And I was just having this conversation with these uh, two old white couple. And they was like, just asking me what I do, what, how, what I lost in Katrina and stuff like that. And I was like, well, I was pretty fortunate, you know what I'm saying? To, like, I didn't lose as much stuff. What really affected me was the recent hurricane, affect me financially. And we went to talk and I was telling them about my investments accounts and stuff like that. They were asking me, and they said, who taught you this? And I was like, life. Like, I ain't had nobody to teach me anything. I just had to figure it out. Like, I'm that one in my family, like everybody looked to, to like figure out how to do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was the one, like, you know, so it's just like that. You know, I, 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 if I didn't figure it out, I was go, me and my whole family, we out of here if yeah. I don't figure it out. So I try to get information to everybody so the family could continue to sustain without me. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Yep. And um, before getting into entrepreneurship, right? you know, how long before you, you know, because we fuck up our money. We get a little bag, we fuck that up immediately. Yeah. How long did it take you for, like, you know, to fuck I'm up. really, to really just. Oh, I ain't gonna lie, man. I made a lot of smart decisions money-wise because I didn't trust myself because I fucked up money before. So I went to, a, I got a financial advisor, which is really like. It's like a crutch, if you know what I'm saying? Because they could fuck over you, too. Like, I ordered them, too. Like, I'm, I don't know what the fuck y'all doing with my money. I'm going to order y'all, too. But um, because I did that, it gave me time to to invest in shit and, learn, like, learn what I want to fuck with. So um, I, I ain't going to say I fucked up money in the process. I just learned how to manage it better and make it last longer doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Now, y'all nigga get about... He hit on the PPP EDIL loan, right? Right. He got a, he got about twenty five thousand. What would you say is a smart move for him to try to double that money up? First thing I tell him to do is like uh, find well f- fuck with the investing. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things that you can invest in. AI. I would tell him get stocks in AI. You know what I'm saying? I would also tell him get some type of stock account to where he can borrow money against himself. So if he need a hot thousand dollars to do some shit, he could borrow the money against himself and just pay himself back later on the back end. You know what I'm saying? I'll tell him, do not even touch the money. Find investments and make the money grow. That's the thing I would tell him. Don't go buy no car, don't buy no jewels, don't buy no watch. Take six months for I damn sure told that nigga get a watch. No, don't get <laughs> none get of that watch. shit. Take go six, to that club. <laughs> take, take six months, take six months. Figure out what's your niche and how you go get money. Talk to people. Pay people to teach you what they know. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how not to spread. You sit down and have conference with the people, lunch, whatever. 
Then after you pay them and figure it out, you figure out what's for you, you take six months, do that shit, next your ball. Now, I got I to gotta ask you this, because like I said, man, just talking to you, and we're right. going to get into music. So I, right. I really want to know how you navigate music, too, in a second. But there's a lot of niggas giving false game. There's a lot of niggas giving out bullshit game. What is one of the worst advices you've heard just on Instagram or, you know, one of these people that are just popping up online? Fuck, man. That's a good question. I heard a lot of bad advice on Instagram. Like, motherfuckers tell you, like, shit, like, as an artist, like, pay for certain shit, like, um, like, uh, pay for somebody to play your shit on live and listen to it, like, I think the the worst advice business-wise for artistry, I hear bad advice for artists all the time. Like, where to put the money at for you to, like, cause it ain't no motherfucking rappers thing. You they got a stream machine and you could just go buy the streams or, oh man, I could just go buy the views on YouTube. Like, you they, they like capping your way in the game. Like any type of way you think you could cap your way into it and capitalize off of that, you can't cause you can't, the money you go take and buy views on YouTube, when the money come in from YouTube, it's gonna be less than them. It ain't gonna add up. Like you gonna be upside down. So you gonna spend ten thousand dollars to get eight thousand dollars. That shit don't make sense. Right. So I, like when, when I hear people with these get rich quick schemes, that's bad advice. And there's too many of them that I heard that I can't think of on the spot. Right. But that's the worst advice I hear people tell them. Like this should take time and patience. You know what I'm saying? And like. A strategy like a team of people that's go sit down and tell you you stupid. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. so. now, how many niggas? How many people have? Would you say that you try to put them on game and they don't because of your persona, right? Because right now you just oh, look not, like a, you know you look like a street nigga, right? Yeah, uh, I mean that's so, part, that's I'm cut from that. You know right, what I'm saying? Sure. But I, I think um because you giving out real game. Yeah, right? I, I think people are subjective to listen to what I say. You know what I'm saying? Because like you know I ain't. I'm more than, I mean, I am a street nigga, but I'm more than a street nigga. I'm a father, like, I'm a veteran. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, like, I'm a son. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm a businessman. So it's just different entities make up a pie of a person. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't believe if a nigga walk around frowning all day. That shit not fucking humane. Like, you know, just putting on a persona for who? Like, so, but I think for the most part, like, I've been in situations where, you know, people, Cause I, I ain't gonna try to like tell you, I'm not gonna tell you you gonna have unprotected sex and not get a baby or STD. Like I'm logical on when I talk to people. So um, I think people hear me more than like, I don't think they, I think we live in an era where people don't really get too caught up in this shit. I think it fucked their head up more than anything. Like damn, this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like damn, this motherfucker, what the fuck? Like, you know, so. I just, I, I, I've been blessed to have good energy in situations where people don't judge me based off of my persona or whatever they think that I think I am. You know what I'm saying? Now, the music. How right. did you get all the way into the music? Because, you know, I would say a smart nigga wouldn't even invest in no rap career. At all. <laughs> Same you know, I, I, I was listening to a podcast. He was like, uh, one nigga was saying, Fit, the NFL changed 50 niggas' lives a year. Right. Rap don't probably do that a year. Rap probably changed one nigga life a year. Um, I, don't I, th I don't know, bro. I, I see, the thing is with rap, like, you know, just being a hustler. Hold on. Yeah, who rap, who, who rap changed? Like, 
Who did rap change they like? Nigga, I don't think you accounted all the niggas with the YouTube checks. And oh yeah, for sure. Niggas getting even Rap had rap definitely changed sexy red like this. Year. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> like, but see, oh, really? but see, for sure. Nah, we we. It uh, happens, I don't, bro. I don't, let let happens. me not even go there. We gonna say, we gonna say, hold up, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah. Sexy red, sex sales. That's a nigga, pussy and but, ass sales. But, but it's tied in the, you right, but it tie into rap, though. No, you right, no, you're absolutely yeah, right, sure. you right. Like, they they just understood how, how to, they niche and what they needed to do. Amen. You yeah, right. yeah. Like, no disrespect so. to what they doing. Yeah, for sure. You know but, what I'm saying? But uh, what made you get into the music? Man, I'm from New Orleans, man. Like, most of us grew up with a trumpet of fucking drums in our hand. Like, music, like, damn near our first love. Like, yes. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, second lines and that shit just different. So, that shit embedded in us. Like, my, my great uncle, I used to be watching him play the piano and shit, and blowing trumpets and shit. Like, so I just always was in love with music and just uh, rap culture. Like, just being from New Orleans, seeing No Limit and fucking. Baby come down Canal Street with 30 cars and all them bitches his. You know what I'm saying? He got shit on the license plate like, yeah, it's my car, shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, like, just seeing that shit, there's nothing else I felt like I wanted to do as a kid. Like, so it was just like, it was like a hoop dream more or less that um, I seen it could be a reality. And then when it, I, it's like I went overseas and played ball, basically. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't really getting in the league yet. I still got. Even if I ain't getting the league, I figured out how to make money doing it. So I'm gonna just keep balling until I can't ball no more, more or less than I'm getting in the game and boom, I'm gonna be this big mega star. Like now, uh, artists need to understand that they gotta capitalize on what they can do. Like if you got a thousand fans, you need to be selling a thousand shirts, a thousand keychains, like to those thousands of people and like not get caught up in trying to compete with somebody else's numbers. Amen. You know what I'm saying? I got a question, man, because uh, with you having a, the mind that you have, right? Yeah, yeah. I just, when you look at the rap game, bro, it seems real predatory, right? You get somebody young that don't know nothing, you get right, them to right, sign a right, contract. Right, right. You, being the type of person you are, if like you in the rap game, how do you approach it? Partnership. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a business, so I approach it in that manner. like, And, um... Hey, I, I don't always make the best decisions within rap because I, I bring my hustle into it and I feel like I can sell you anything. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like anybody should approach rap as a partnership. If, whether you get a 360 deal or a 50-50 deal, it's a partnership. And you should know your value or what you bring to the table. Yeah, Yo Gotti just said on the three, why would you not take a 360 deal? Right, why wouldn't you? You know what I'm saying? Like. I, I I got that same concept. Like yeah. I'm like, I Black Amal, right? Me and him was just talking in the studio. Shout out to Black Amal. Like um, he like famous pro producer to the world. Like Drake, City Girls, on and on. Right? We in the studio and like I was like Black. You know what I'm saying? I take twenty. You can have the eighty because my whatever go come from that is way more than. What I would have got on my own if we go do it like that. So I, that's how I look at it before I even heard your guy to say that. Like, Amen. Yeah. So I'm now like, I got a question. When you hear young rap niggas, right? They be like, "I need at least two million to sign." Like, crazy. Just, where the fuck they pulling this number? You crazy? <laughs> you crazy? Cause, cause, cause everybody, listen. Everybody got 
Everybody got a bust down rolling. Everybody got big chains on and everybody driving nice cars. Every nigga, you know how much these fucking Hellcats and shit cost? Man, shit like 80 grand. Like, so you just driving around in 80 grand cars. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, if you ain't got no property or no shit like that, your priorities fucked up. I don't advise you to do that. But if that's what you go do, do your thing, young nigga. But you go find out later on that you could have made more money and got that shit on the back end anyway. Because by the time you finna doing that, bitch, the next one gonna come out. You ain't gonna want that shit no more. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? But I think I think social media fucked everything up. Cause everybody's scrolling, trying to be like everybody else. And I was just gonna ask, like, cause you know, I heard you sign some of the influences with the music. Right. Do you think you were more attracted to the actual music or the lifestyle that it could provide? The lifestyle for sure. Like, it, I mean the music was like fucking phenomenal, man. It fresh. Ain't never been another motherfucker coming to game do what fresh do. Motherfucker still sampling with fresh do. So uh, KL, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I definitely was in love with the music, but the, I was even more passionate about the lifestyle. Like, I couldn't wait to put Diamond Teeth in my mouth and stunt like, baby, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, it's just like. Yeah. Pimp Daddy. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> How did you come up with the concept for that song? And man, you got them. <laughs> you got them, you got them, dip, them shotters in there. Yeah. Yeah's in there. Yeah. Like, tell us about that song, man. Pimp Daddy was basically, uh, <laughs> Pimp Daddy was like homage to the late great rapper Pimp Daddy that's from New Orleans that was signed to Cash Money. Oh, shit. So like, I just, just I dropped a project called The Murder Cabin where I just, I named every song after somebody that I was influenced by. So Pimp Daddy was just one of them records where like, um, I, I, I don't try to remake songs. Like, I just use the influence and do it my way. Pimp Daddy was just something that was just me. And I just um, went in there and did my thing and had fun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the video, I got it with my homie uh, Dex, Go yeah. Media, and we did our thing. And shout out to uh, B.O.G. Viney. She came through for the feature, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And uh, we made it work. It's just a vision I had for just even a, um, even a video. Like, I, I, I like them to direct all my videos. Like, I gave, I gave Dex the sauce and he just did his thing. But yeah. I had already had everything cut out for him and we was ready to go. So it was just a no-brainer. Pimp that it was just Jay Austin being Jay Austin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Man, this is what I always wanted, right? Cause you know, growing up, New Orleans had the wave, nigga. Like right. that's all we you know what I'm saying? Right. The, the hot boys, cash money, everything. Right. And for you like now, who is like bubbling in New Orleans? You know what I'm saying? I know you're one of the artists, oh, so you're gonna man. name yourself. But like for those who not really like tapped in, Bruh, who is like um, doing their thing out there right now? Bro, of course, Rifle Nine, but YD the illest. Like, you know, YD is going crazy right now. Like, you know, and um, it's a few rappers, man. I, like, they say I'm biased, but I am. I'm from downtown. But I'm going to give props when it's due. There's a lot of rappers out there doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? But like, uh, YD, Rifle Nine, um, Treaty, um, Black Amal, definitely. Um, and you even got like, uh, Rappers that been in the game that's coming back doing their thing even harder, like how Boy Ronald just dropped a song. They, like every time you put on the radio, you can't not hear that shit. So New Orleans just got its own sauce going on all the time. It's just that the world just don't be knowing what the fuck going yeah. on. So, but yeah, there's a lot of artists like them artists doing their thing for sure right now. You know what I'm saying? Now you've had uh, a lot of your music reach millions and millions of views. Yeah, for sure. How does it feel to like be successful where you pe where people are tapping in with you from all over the world? 
man, oh, I'm humbled by it, man. But I, I really feel like I, I feel like I underachieved. Like, you know what I'm saying? If I got one million, I'm like, damn, I could have got 10. Like, you know, I'm, I'm a little hard on myself with that. And um, but, you know, I'm definitely humbled and thankful for just to be in that space, like to have that happen for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I I didn't see it happen. I seen it happening earlier. But when right. it happened, I'm just like, everything happened when it's supposed to happen. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, um, just getting that, man. It's just definitely a blessing to look back and be like, damn, I did that. Like, you know, just to be chilling and somebody walk up to me and ask me something about music or something like that. You know, that's cool. Like, I, I love the love. You know what I'm saying? I embrace it all. You feel me? Man, how does it, how do you not try to fall into a uh, pattern of trying to recreate something that was already working for you? Like, you drop a song and do millions of views and now you maybe drop another song that doesn't do as well. And I'm listening. But no, nah, and now you like, damn, I need to try to get back to what got me these million views. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. Like, See, like, this is go back to business, right? Like, Vaughn always, like, do a good job of telling me, like, stay in your lane. Because as an artist, like, we want to create pop music. Like, I'm an artist. I want to battle rap. I want to do all these different things. But, like, you got to stick to what you know work for you. Not try to recreate the same thing, but the kind of, like, if you make fucking spaghettis and meat sauce when you get on the mic, go get a paraphrase for that. Yeah. Don't fucking go in, the, in, in there and try to make etouffee, crawfish etouffee. If they already eating the spaghetti and meat sauce, it's like, why are you going in there trying to make crawfish etouffee? All right, if you want to try to make the crawfish etouffee, just so you could see if you could, just to get it out or whatever, but like, you wasting time if you do that because the studio ain't free, marketing for it ain't free. So just stick to making spaghetti and meatballs because... That's where you gonna win that. Everybody wanna eat the spaghetti and meatballs. So like, you know, just as an artist, sometimes we we wanna paint with different colors and stuff like that. But like for business, you gotta do what makes sense. Right. So it's even hard for me because I'm an artist. Like I wanna go in there. I, ain't yeah, gonna, I was gonna say, like, when is it time to, for business and when do you feel like you are able to just be you and create? It's all balance. You know what I'm saying? You can't choose when what time that shit hits you. Like you just gotta be aware of not wasting time. You know what I'm saying? You gotta just take a breather and be like, well, nah, this ain't this ain't what I need to be doing right now. Or oh, I'm not in a zone to create this today. Let me let me go, let me go find what makes me get in that zone and let me get to that zone. Uh let me get out, just stay out of the studio. You hear me? Now, th but this is what I wanna ask now, right? In this day and age, right, where so many artists, right? Right, right. How does an artist from New Orleans get himself like Heard, you know what I'm saying? What is what do you do for promotion? What do you do to get your shit out there? You sit down and talk to real life street. Stars. Hey, come on now. Feel, hey, you feel me? Shout out, shout yeah. out. You put, but I'm yeah. saying just you know, so it's really the blog, blog era, yeah. Because this what this the game we live in. Y'all got you the AR right now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to sit down and go to every market that the AR that's popping up. You got to get on that phone, you got to hit that DM, you got to be like, oh, who popping in Miami. Oh yeah, this going on this weekend? Bet I'm going to Miami. Say y'all good for an interview? No, y'all ain't good this weekend? Well, we gonna come the, the weekend after that. So, you know, you just gotta make this shit make sense in conjunction with what you already got going on. Like, and tap into different markets. Cause your biggest fans is not gonna be next, your next door neighbor. You feel me? Yeah. It's gonna be a motherfucker way overseas somewhere. Yeah. yeah. What, what, what city y'all feel like y'all got the most love from when you just stepped in there? 
Cause y'all oh, road running, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie, y'all niggas came through here. Shout out, we kicked with y'all. <laughs> came <laughs> back, y'all niggas road Look, running like motherfuckers. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I fuck with Dallas. You hear me? Like it, it's love here. But me personally, I think overall, like New Orleans has home based cities. If you ask me, that we kind of like brother cousins with. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's like uh, like like places like uh, surf spots in Florida. Houston, Dallas, like post Katrina cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause y'all. Yeah, cause y'all already familiar with how we talk. Y'all don't, when we be like, bitch, what's happening? Y'all don't take it as a sign of offense. It's just, you know, we talk like that. So, but me personally, just cause I'm a little bit different, like West Indian descent, you know what I'm saying? I get a lot of love and I get a lot of love in Florida cause they could walk up to me and be like, oh, I know he Asian. You know what I'm saying? So it's just different for me. But I think New Orleans overall get love everywhere, you know what I'm saying? Because people remember what we remind them of something that they once loved. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to love us because when you, when you hear we hear the accent, you think of Birdman. When you when you like, you know what I'm saying? When you hear that, when you see that ambition, you think of P and you think of the hot boys and certain people go remind you of this hot boy and this one talk like this and like it's all Relatable, but you know, post Katrina cities definitely we get a lot of love down in Florida. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I gotta ask, man, because we recently just got our chains, man. Shout out KD the Jewel. Yeah. Right? And yeah. shout out, shout out Calio, shout out Ace in the in the cut. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. These are two of the iciest niggas in the world, right? But so when y'all step it, because we, <laughs> we we witnessed this happen, right? Like right. we went to like DGs or some shit, we stepped right, right, out. Right. And women was acting unusual. You feel me? <laughs> Tell man. me about the time. Where you stepped in four deep, like y'all stepped in, iced out, and you just seen the women just do the most to get y'all. Ace is the GOAT, bro. <laughs> Seriously, Ace the GOAT. Like, we step in places, bro, and like, I don't know, bro. Like, he understand, like, jury is man makeup, bro. That's how best I could tell you. Man, that. I used to, like, I tell you, yeah. like, like, this is your titties right there. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, like, but, like, not, but, like, nah. Yeah. Like, nah, nah, nah. Real talk, real talk. I tell Ace all the time, like, I admire how much of a superstar he is. And, like, his humility and that shit, like, it's like, to get all that attention and it don't matter, I never go to his head, bro. It's love. Like, I watch this man walk through the French Quarter, like, Hugging bums, bro. Like real life people on the streets and like they embrace them and love them. But like dude jury game crazy, bro. Like and I see, I see like Yeah, I'm like, you know what? I'm not even wearing this one today, boy. I'm not even about to play around ace today, boy. But like I just seen like 10, 15 women surrounding man and he just chilling. You don't even care, like, you know what I'm saying? But that's just that's standard business, dog. Like, tell me, what, tell me about the time you got HB sloppy seconds. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to. No, 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 no. Cause, 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 cause we we all got our own vibe. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I don't even I don't even vibe in my homeboys like mixed wow. like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm different. Yeah. If, if my partner breaking you off like like that, I don't even. You're not even attractive to me like that no more. Like, you know what I'm saying? So. It ain't. It don't be that type of vibe, cause I don't. Cause I don't. Cause it, cause it never get there. You feel me? Like it's really be cooling for the most part. Yeah. Now, uh, you know, when you're going from these different cities, you know it's hard to adapt. Like because it's changes so much everywhere you go. The food be different. The people right. be different. The right. attitudes be right. different. Right. Right. How have you learned to adapt to this road life? 
respecting your surroundings, first of all. Because every people people got this misconception that you can't get Jack in Omaha, Nebraska. Like, cause nah, you Omaha. definitely get Jack in Omaha. Now I'm just saying, like, because they never been there. You know, like, it'd be like, oh, he from Omaha? Nah, they got gangsters everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got a gangster in Bebop County somewhere, wherever that's at. I'm just giving an example. So I think, like, we just show love and, and get love. Like, we respect everybody, speak speak to people. Well, what's happening? How y'all doing? Like, ain't nothing, you know, not that nigga ain't scared of nobody. Ain't got no time like that. You just gotta respect the grounds you walk on. And I think, like, just by the humility that we, the energy that we give off, like, we just trying to get some money. We ain't tripping off nothing else. So I think they they vibe with the, our vibe, you know what I'm saying? It's, Amen. It's the energy right. Do you think you'll ever move out of Louisiana? Me? Man, definitely will, man. It's just be difficult. A New Orleans, a New, a New Orleans nigga never like to leave New Orleans, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, like, leave the home base. Like, we, right. we forced to leave under conditions that that motherfucker dangerous. Like, right. they're like, fuck. I can't go to the club no more like that. Let me, right. fuck. I Is it really move. fun out there like that? It's definitely yeah, fun. Like, that was interesting. <laughs> fun. It's fun, like every day is cool. Like you could do something every day down there. Like it's definitely different after Katrina, but I'm just saying like for the most part, that bitch still like, it's a beautiful place to be for me, man. Like I just be kicking it in my hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get my car washed, like chilling. Like it's just What's love. like what, uh, if an out of town nigga just came and he was gonna kick it, what's something he need to know? What's some rules he need to know about when he be in New Orleans? First of all, don't be, don't like, don't come off as a a lick because you're going to get licked. Don't leave your fucking car running. Them young boys go take that bitch. You hear me? Don't even think you go. Don't look too tough. <laughs> a nigga about to see how tough you really is. ASAP. No Rocky. Um, fuck. Get you a local that you tapped in with that you could call and go to local places. Don't just think you about to just go in the local places and you're not going to stand out like a sore thumb. Like, we know you ain't from around now. And you start talking, oh, we got a country one too. New Orleans niggas think everybody country, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know, it's just like, just certain rules, like just don't do certain shit. Don't put yourself in situ vulnerable situations for the most part. And tap in with a local and you'll be straight. Not on no extortion type shit, but get you somebody that you connect with in the city and you're gonna be good, you know what I'm saying? But don't get no clown ass nigga to connect with. But you know, if you're trying to go do some Real shit, go get a real nigga that do that real shit you trying to go do. Yeah. Yeah. So now let's say you out there having a good time and you right. meet a nice young lady. Right. What, what side of the city got the best? Got the, the best, best ladies. Yeah. Shit, man. Young Dallas <laughs> niggas. <laughs> 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 what Fuck, man. No, huh? No, that mean? I mean uptown. That's what that mean. But uh, you ask me, man, I'm gonna say downtown, man. I'm gonna say downtown. You get your downtown woman. Get your. They got a lot of seven wall Creole women. You snatch one of them up. That's what you want to. And you go across the canal. Get your beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Dark skinned chick or something like that. Uh, whatever. I'm gonna always stick with the home team downtown. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bar back here like this hey, nigga. Yeah, but I want to jump in the interview. Look, he going up that set, Trevor. <laughs> nah, but they beautiful all over that man. I ain't gonna lie. Like it's a melting pot, man. You can find you something nice in any part of the city, but I recommend you go downtown or uptown. Yeah. 
Man, what is your uh, position on the state of hip hop right now today? Do you uh -huh. think it's in a good place, or it's a good space, or do you think that uh, it's BS right now? I don't. I don't think. I don't think it'll never be us, cause it's, it's based off of what you, how you look at it. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, cause when I'm gonna just give an example. I studied music when PMD Dawn came out. They were like, oh, this some bullshit. Like every something different ain't bullshit. Just cause right. it's different from what somebody else doing. But I think that hip hop. Um, it's, it's getting diluted because everybody trying to be everybody. Amen. Like nobody's an individual, like what I'm talking about. And when the individual come out, they're like, oh, he lame, but he an individual. Like, so I think, I think hip hop goes through a phase where like they, um, it like, it get back to where it goes, like, like an ecosystem or some right. shit like that. So I think it's doing what it's supposed to do. It's just the nature of the beast. You hear me? What's the last song that you heard that made you feel something? That made you be like, damn, I really fuck with this song for real. ESTG Undefeated. Like, that's the last song I really was like, damn. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's like every nigga from the street story. Right. And like, that that they made it to that perm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. I connect with that record. Man, and you know, New Orleans, man, y'all had the Myrtle Capital last year, I believe, even last year. You know what I'm saying? Why do you think it's still like, ever since I grew up, it was always New Orleans had the Myrtle Capital of the world. Man, Why is it still like that, do you think? That's a spiritual, man. That city built on top of a grave, a grave site, you know what I'm saying? And like, you got all these different people, like in a small, compact area, like our fucking yards, this part from each other. Like it's hot, we aggravated, and we don't understand conflict resolution, and that's that's like a uh, that's like that's like an urban thing. That's, right. It's not just a New Orleans thing. It's just that our our culture, nobody really than us. Nobody could beat us. Like so, you can't have two people on the same type of time and ain't no understanding, no conflict resolution. Like somebody got to die. So that's the mentality. So that's why the murder is so high, in my opinion, of like stuff I didn't see. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just inevitable. It's just the nature of the beast. Like, I ain't got nothing to do with it, but I'm in a car with somebody and they smashed my partner for something he did. So now they, you know, it's just never ending game that, that's being played. You know what I'm saying? So I just think that's part of the reason on top of like, you know, like I said, like not knowing how to communicate with each other. Like a simple, excuse me, I stepped on your shoe. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, Why do you think that's so hard for us as a, a people? Cause it's, man, this shit deep, bro. This shit like, this shit is I know it's Willie Lynch. Man. Like, I'm just, man, that's exactly what I was about to say. It's the Willie Lynch theory. We was taught to hate ourselves. Like, nobody hate. Why do we fucking start clutching our gun for somebody that look like they could be our brother? Like, yeah, got yeah. features and look like, because you was taught to hate yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, who told you dark skin wasn't cool? Right. Like, shit like that. Like, right. it's. Never ending, you remember? Yeah, and then when you like, you know us, man, we do a lot of interviews, man. We right. uh who's the one dude from New Orleans with it? Ben uh, Kobe, Ben Benji Kobe? Benji Kobe. Benji Kobe. Like we done had people right. on this on this platform, bro, like right. at least twenty that done died, got shot, murdered, right. lost right. their life, and we just be sitting there like, God damn. Right, like, right, right, right. Got no Shit, regard for yeah. What happened? You said what happened? <laughs> what happened? What did he say? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, Janky? It'd, it'd be sad. I wanna pull a G on y'all. 
what it really, really is is like rap is a dangerous job. Like, and I don't, you know, and I always ask young brothers like, why do you want to rap? Like, that's a passion. No, but you know, yeah. my my thing is like, uh, I had I had punk boys was like, man, I don't want to hear about a nigga if he ain't really do. I don't want to hear a nigga that ain't really doing that. And niggas really say like, if that nigga ain't really spinning, I don't want to hear about it. I would rather a nigga be faking that shit and getting some paper and finessing it than really be doing. You really killing. You really killing niggas. Every like you really so, killing niggas. Hold, hold, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up, that's respect though, though. Like, but no, let's not, 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 all right, all right. Like, was you a street dude or a nine to five dude? I'm asking. I'm, I'm whatever I, I have to be, but what I'm no, saying. No, I'm saying. No, 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 no. I'm squared in a bitch. All right, listen, 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 listen. So a square can never relate to why a street nigga go pride himself on doing street dumb shit. It's right. toxic culture. Right. So you gonna look at it like, cause you thinking like a square. Yeah. A street nigga, like, that's a badge of honor to him. I, and I, I get that part, but to the point to where they finna slam you out, like, you finna loot, you not only, you finna go down, they finna what? take all your part. The niggas that don't rap, you don't right. like the niggas that don't rap in trouble. That's not smart. I don't think they should talk about that. Like, but at the end of the day, it's a, it's a badge of honor. You talk about that shit, you really doing that shit? Nah, it's clout. You gonna fuck some bitches off of the shit that you say in your rap? Nah, bitches in your video for free. Nah, you getting booked for shows and shit. Like, it all going into, it's a, it's a fucking trap, man. Man, and <laughs> like, it, it, it fucked me up, because then, man, you have a nigga go so far, and this niggas do this from where I'm from all the time. Right. You say a nigga name, and I be like, damn, he just really, like, but he, and that nigga proud to hear his name in the song. Right. But nigga, let that nigga, let them really see. And, and it gonna get you probably killed. Cause not only did you say a nigga name, the people who don't like you, don't fuck with you, heard that. Yeah. Oh, that's who that is. So now you got the beam now I'm on, on Instagram. Right. Oh, oh, you was with your baby man, over here? We know how they live over there. Toxic culture, man. Yeah. Like this shit that we gotta sit down and reteach. Nah, for sure. For sure. You know now, what I'm saying? Um, young Meach cheated on Summer Walker, man, and told the whole world. <laughs> That he was going to get some groceries. <laughs> What's the oh, man? That man, look, that that man was going to get groceries. You hear me? Allegedly. That man, that man was going to get groceries with his cousin. No, that man was going to get groceries with his cousin. Accusations. Accusations. Yeah. Hey, you need to come off the hit, off the dome with that lie, boy. You an expert. <laughs> Man, listen, that's accusations. I, I stand with Meech on that statement. He was going to get groceries with his cousin, and that's all I got to say about that. That's it. No. How often have you had to go get groceries with your cousin? Fuck, man. Man, come on, man. Look, man, come on, man. Say, man, look. I'm not <laughs> speaking on that. <laughs> Accusations. Accusations. <laughs> I'm not speaking on that, man. Shit. Um, you got, um, you got um, uh, shout out again, Calio, man. You're yeah. allegedly, not allegedly, but he said you're going to be in the movie. Yeah, for sure. I'm in the so, movie. So, um, oh, you already, you already shot the movie. Yeah, we shot that movie. Oh, okay. Super shot. It's done. Okay. So is this your first time doing the acting? Or have yeah, you been for, doing for, I've been in movies before, but this is the first time, like, you know, this was a, like a real camera crew and shit like this. This was big shit. Right. So this is definitely my debut as an actor. I feel like I came out pause as an actor. Right. And that's, you know what I'm saying? And that's right. setting. So I'm excited about that. 
Yeah, how, how was it different from doing that and doing music? Acting versus the music. Oh. It, it, it's parallel, bro, but the difference is that acting is a, a different sport. It's kind of like basketball and football. You know what I'm saying? Like, they both sports, entertainment business. You dribble one, you throw the ball for one. But, but the athleticism comes in both sports, so that's the best way I could put it to explain it to y'all, you know what I'm saying? How hard is it to get into a character that is a reverse of what you really are? I ain't get that yet. Okay. My character is part of my personality, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't get that yet. But I, I would suppose it's not if you, like some people have a gift for that shit. I think I have a gift for that shit. Top three hood movies of all time. Oh shit, man. I'm about it. Oh. <clears throat> um, Belly. Oh yeah. yeah. Was well, Belly a hood movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I'm about it. Belly and uh, Peter and Full. Yeah, that's yeah, that's about yeah. it. That's about right. I'm about it. Number one. Yeah, hands yeah. down. Hey, Master P, P had why real did he stop crackheads in that motherfucker, yeah. bro. Yeah. Was you with him? Nah, I was oh, too okay. young, man. I okay. probably was fucking four or five or something like that. Like, yeah. 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 At that time, <laughs> six or something. <laughs> You never know. When the movie came out? Well, I was in middle school. We gonna say that. Yeah. 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 Now, what what do you think makes a good hood movie? Authenticity. Like, that's why Tubi movies got the stand of Tubi movies. Like motherfuckers playing gangsters that you know right. this motherfucker super squat like you know, bro, it's three plugs we're going to get the money like you know what i'm saying like shit just be corny like you know like not corny because the person corny corny because it ain't no it ain't no connection with the audience with that shit you know what i'm saying but i think um authenticity that's what make a good movie why you think uh black uh movie producers always got to put like three four sex scenes in their movie because <laughs> sex sells and don't nobody want to look at no shit without thinking they looking at a little sex, a little skin. It's part of marketing, like, it's just toxic culture, once again, fuck. So, and I think, like, once, once people stray away from that, I don't think, shit, Vardy had no sex scenes in Super Rich. And not one sex scene in there. So I think once, once we start setting the standards for something new, then, you know, we'll be better. Now, if you was to produce your own movie, um, what would it be about and what role would you play? Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> I'd be the lead role, of course, of in course. the movie. But um, I would produce a movie like based off of like situations, like how we talk about like I'll base a movie. I will be the character that everybody think is the bad guy, but comes out to be the good guy, and um. Just showing you the perception is everything and nothing at the same time. Like, it'll backtrack. You think I robbed somebody, but I helped somebody actually do this. You think I, uh, you think I was slamming my homeboy or lady, but the whole time I, I stopped her from doing some shit she wasn't supposed to be doing. Like, that's the movie, I, that's the type of movie I'll play. Like, something that make you think about it, like, don't judge a book by its cover. Amen. Yeah. Now, let's say um, you met you a nice little uh, lady, young lady. Yeah. And uh, y'all been talking about two, three weeks, yeah, maybe four weeks, right? She got a little shouty, about two, three years old, right? 
And she like, man, they just cut my air off. My, oh. my AC went out. Now you fucking with her. I'm fucking with her. How I'm fucking with her? Are we? Nah, you, she cool. She, All right, we cool. Vibe. She Y'all fucking went on about six, seven dates. <laughs> and they just cut the air off. They cut the air off? They cut the air off. And she got the shawty in there with her. You gonna help her out? It depends on what value she bring to the table. She cooked every day. I mean, I ate cooking you every day. Nah, that, I mean, we gonna, we gonna cook. eat. Nah, 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 nah. It depends on. Nah, we gonna eat regardless. Nah, it depends on what I see for her. If I if she's somebody that I'm gonna continue to build with, then of course I'm gonna fix the air conditioner. I see somebody, I'm just if I'm a single man and I'm just shooting at her, trying to get my rocks off, depending on how she come at me too. If she come at me with a sense of entitlement, I'm not doing that shit. But if she come at me with humility and I'm fucking with her, then you know, yeah, for sure. Here, I ain't, I ain't no petty nigga. Go ahead, get your AC, man. You good? What's the, what's the pettiest amount of money a girl hit you, asked you for, and you was like, damn, bitch, is it? Fuck, bro. <laughs> 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 Last <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, night. Last <laughs> night. Ecstasy. You heard me? <laughs> 20, 25 rounds. <laughs> no kissing. No kissing. This ain't 25. Yeah. Here's 30. Nah, I done got cash out requests for $5 before it shit before, bro. Damn. Shit crazy. It's a, the list too long, bro. I'll be here talking all day for that shit, man. Hey, fuck, dog. Hey, um, nah, the shit crazy yesterday, man. Nigga pulled up on me, bro. The nigga had all the Apple products, right? Right. And I just, my AirPods just went out. The nigga said, I give you her for 200, nigga. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I forgot my wallet. Right. So I was thinking about what, when is the situation when you just, a nigga gave you a super lit, but you just couldn't fuck with it? Like, you either didn't have the money, you just oh, didn't. Fuck, dog. Nigga had AirPods. Damn, iPad, man. I was, I was coming. I had Pro for 200, nigga. I was coming out with Dixie one day. And um, nigga had like MacBooks, you heard me? Like MacBooks, bro. But it was just like the situation was just too shady. Like, right. it was like man, I'm going to get. And the battery was dead. Like, I couldn't tell them I'm going to get home. These bitches ain't going to work. The police was parked right there. Yeah. Like, the vibe just didn't feel right. Yeah. Like, everything just felt wrong about buying the shit. Like, it felt like he stole it from some offense or something. You hear me? So, that was a situation where I think the vibe, you know, not what it was, but the vibe wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? So, it sounded like you believe in karma. Fucking right. I believe in spiritual existence within the universe. Like, that funny feeling you have when you're like, man, I shouldn't do this, man. That's God talking to you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, boy, don't hit that whole rock. Boy, she go burn your fucking eyebrows off, boy. Like, you need to listen to that. You hear me? <laughs> Go ahead. What the fuck he said? Nah, what he said? Nah, go ahead. What he said? That would be fucked up, boy. If you, if you had an individual that was going through something like a traumatic experience or something that's happening in their life right, right now, what is one of your projects or a song that you have that could get them through a hard time? Um, I got a song, Angels and, and Tears. You know, 
you're going through something, you listen to them records. It's all about, uh, and Mirrors, man, for sure, Mirrors. Like, Mirrors is a song, a suicide prevention song, you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm talking about aiming guns at the mirror, but I'm talking about myself. Like, if I ain't love you, I'll kill you. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, shit, I go through shit all the time. Like, I, shit, I wake up every day, you know, and uh, push myself to be better. Like, I'm, I'm my worst critic. I'm hard on myself than anybody could ever be on they self. So it's just like, listening to them records, man, you'll hear my pain. Do you think Trump's still gonna be the president? Man, shit. Trump brought the bag, and I hope so. <laughs> shit. Not for real. You feel me? Like, fuck. We're getting the politics, bro. Like, I don't know what Joe doing up there right now. You feel me? Man, he giving all the money to Ukraine. That's what he doing. So what's the logic in that? Like, I don't know. We starving him. <laughs> we starving. We starving him. You know what I'm saying? Like, the people, the people shit burned down in Hawaii <laughs> and all that, man. And this, this dude that gave them people overseas and Ukraine more money than he helped the people in Hawaii. Like, so they're like, what we doing? Like, I don't know. Like, what we doing? Now, I got to ask this on some real estate shit real quick. What yeah. happened to all the foreclosed houses? I ain't seen now one of them bitches. <laughs> the banks bought them back. That, so they, they coming back with that? Yeah, the oh, banks okay. bought them back. Okay. Banks bought, them. banks bought them back. Oh, the banks bought them. The banks bought them back. Oh, shit. So yeah. they ain't let nobody get rich. You know why the banks bought them back? Why? Because it's a lick within there within this fucking interest rate going up like that. So the banks bought them back because now it's free bank. That's unfair, though, bro. Man, come on, man. <laughs> bank, bank lawyers, we're going to talk about the unfair in this country. This whole fucking country was based off shit that's unfair. You feel me? Nah, for real. <laughs> like... You gonna charge me to put my money up and, and up up enough? You gonna charge me to put my money in your bank that you taking my money and loaning it to other people, and you building interest out my money, but you charging me to put my money in there? That's pimping, bro. That's pimping. How do we get out of that, bro? How do we how do we take back our shit, man? Like, what, uh, what's the suggestion you got? Learn a system. Learn a system. What I mean by learning the system is like. First of all, you gotta get your credit straight to where you'll be able to like um, use your credit card and not use your money. Take your money out of the bank, put it into um, either insurance or a stock account to where people borrowing from you now. The bank's borrowing from you. So you gotta learn how to get above the system that they're using and get in that mix and do your thing. Now, with all this knowledge that you amassed, right? How have you been able to take that and make it work for you in the music industry? Like, how do you man, see money I, off this shit? Oh, man, I'm always like trying to figure this shit out, but like YouTube, definitely. Like, I just figured out how to monetize. Like, I monetize all everything, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So once once that game came in, like, you got you got to stay on top of like what's new, the digital shit and all that. Like, mm -hmm. figure out who getting paid what and how you get paid. Oh, you don't know how to get paid? What's the stipulation on how to get paid here? All right, what I gotta do? What, what's the what's the amount of what I'm getting paid here? Okay, who I gotta pay the market to get paid here? Okay, I gotta get Google ads. Let me put the money on Google ads. Okay, I gotta play, pay to get on these playlists, or let me pay to get on these playlists. Like so, it's investment and marketing. That's what I recommend for a good marketing budget. Right. For any artist that's trying to you know get themselves out there. Right. How much would you say? 
he needs to be ready to invest in themselves. We talking about one song or we talking about? Nah, just, you know, he just got one little project. You know, he got a song and a video. First of all, I don't even recommend people put out a project unless you got a strong fan base. Yeah. Um, so I recommend you touch your audience with singles and whatever single pick up, then you put the but video budget behind it. You get the video going. You put the marketing Google ads behind that video. You go see real ass street stars. Go up there, talk that. to them, let them know <laughs> you got a video you pushing. You get with all the bloggers, bloggers like GDP. You pay them to get posted and he talk about you or whatever again. Shout out to GDP, New Orleans on. You know, you just gotta spread it around. You hear me? You gotta spread that around and don't go broke doing it. Amen. Like, you know, if, if you got a, a blog that charge you like $50 to put it on, use the smaller blogs until you start seeing a little money and then use the medium blogs. Then the medium blogs work up and then go to the big blogs, you hear me? So that's what I recommend. It's a stepping stone, you hear me? And everything's simultaneous. Like, you gotta be promoting all this shit at one time. And just before we get out of here, should an individual be more about the relationships or about his money? Relationships, man. Relationships go bring the money. Amen. Cause if you bought the money, that mean you, you don't have no integrity. If you bought the money, you go do anything to get the money. If you value a relationship, that shows character, and then from that relationship, you gonna wind up getting money with that with that relationship and from that relationship. Amen. Yep. Uh, tell us three people who need to be on Real Life Street Stars. Three people that you would like to see sit on the blue couch. Oh shit. Why Adida Ellis? Okay. GDP came here already? He's on he's on his way. GDP. Yeah, he's on the way. Um and Farm. Okay. Yeah. Hey, man, we're gonna get that with you, get with you on that. Now it is 50 years of hip hop. Right. So give us your top five right quick. Fuck, oh, man, y'all serious right now? Yeah. Gotta give us this 50 years of hip hop. Let's go. Lil Wayne, number fucking one. Yep. The Wayne Carter. Andre 3000. Jay Z. Damn, bro. Pocket big. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that last one too. I be I be looking at niggas on that last two like. <laughs> bro, <laughs> hey, it's it's hard, bro. We we saying we saying overall. Overall top, if you if, nah, I'm not going. I'm not going to take it from you. Yeah, like, but but Pac but I get big. it. The big big bro, look big and pop. It, it's like you can't say fucking tomatoes without tomatoes, man. Yeah, you I, get, I feel game, you on like, that. I feel. Nah, I feel. You, I feel. You. Like so, it's kind of difficult. I I almost didn't say Pac though, but I just I can't take his greatness away from what he did. Like he still affect the culture to this day. Amen, amen. You got any shout outs, brother? Um. Shout out my kids, you hear me? Shout out anybody that uh, helped me get to this point. Um, shout out my dog, Cali Obo. Speaking um, of that, yeah. what's the widest line you've ever said in a song? Fuck. <laughs> 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 ah, <laughs> what you mean, wild, like sex line? Nah, nah, just, just the wildest wild? bar, like, nigga, <laughs> I can't even believe you said that. <laughs> man, any one of them lines I'll pimp daddy, bro. Amen. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I'm in the mood of pulling up a drop of purple pickle. 
<laughs> you heard me? That's how I come on that bitch. You heard me? Nah, so, for real. Yeah. Gotta but, be any one of them motherfucking lines off him. Amen, man. amen. Yeah. Nah, but who was you say? You say Var, who else? Yeah, shout out for um shout out my mama, man. Shout out to moms, man. And um uh, my support system, you hear me? Yeah, shout out my old lady too. Amen. And anybody wanna get in contact with you for any bookings, <laughs> or, bookings or features, how would they do that? Um shit. Hit me up, DM me. I ain't Hollywood, you hear me? Hit me up in the DM. Uh, Jay Austin, you Google Jay Austin, I'll pop up. All my social media will pop up, you heard me? Go time. Amen. At underscore J-A-Y-A-R-S-O-N. That's all social media handles. Man, Jay Austin, we just so thankful that you came and sat down yeah. with us, talked to us for a little bit. Humble Man, you a genuine nigga, extra yeah. smart nigga. Don't let the- real game out there. Put that real game out there. They not gonna listen, but it's Hopefully. out there for y'all to get to it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Hey man, this is the best part of this shit. Right. Jarrison, you are a real life street star. Yeah. Yeah. Already, already.